Here we go. Final seconds. Clutch is his name. Talking sports is his game. End zone. Touchdown with no time left. Pushing the limits. They win on the last play of the ball game. There are no limits. Are you kidding? Who can you count on to make the last throw or shot? Wow, and the game is over. Mikey Clutch. This is the final play. Unbelievable. We are back. We are back. Welcome in to the final play with Mikey Clutch. I am your host, Mikey Clutch. We are just two days away from NFL kickoff. Are you excited as, like, are you as excited as I am? I don't know. I, probably not. I am just through the roof right now uh, with anticipation for another NFL season that has, you know, so many great stories, so many great headlines already. And obviously, the long off season that it feels like in the NFL, just compared to other leagues, and uh, yeah, we're we're almost here. We're almost to the Chiefs and the Lions, which I will be breaking that, not breaking it down. Sorry, I will be previewing that game uh, and kind of giving you my predictions. Um, some big news heading into that game about that game, which I will get about key injuries and holdouts. Uh, you know, I will be talking about you know a couple key guy injuries from other teams around the league and you know the the big holdout here you know there in San Francisco with Nick Bosa uh the Bears so uh let's start there he still hasn't had his contract uh negotiated and he hasn't signed that yet or got a deal done with the Niners uh his status that they're still hopeful he plays on Sunday against the Steelers the Steelers are still preparing as if Bosa is going to play, but I, I listen. This is the reason why I feel it is a plus having Brock Purdy as your lead guy at quarterback because of his cheap rookie contract being last pick in the draft. You can get an extra three years now of Bosa max money. So if he wants to earn the most money that a D lineman has ever made in NFL history, he deserves every penny. He is by far top two, top three at his position, year in and year out when he's on the field. It's just the the open space he creates and you know open lanes for teammates. And I mean this this defensive line revolves around him because he attracts so much attention on the other side. And it just gives other guys opportunities. And, and you've seen the past few years with him in the lineup with the Niners that, you know, he, he creates havoc, but he also gives opportunities for his teammates to create havoc. And that's a huge, huge loss if he's not there for Sunday against the Steelers. And, it, you know, it, coincidental, coincidentally, the the another top three guy at that position, top five guy at the position is... TJ Watt on the on the other side for the Steelers, so I really hope they do get a deal done, uh, and it 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 should get done in my opinion. I think Lynch and Shanahan know exactly the talent Bosa is, what he means to that team as a leader, uh, his impact. It's just it's second to none. You know, it it's like if Micah Parson wasn't getting a deal done, uh, or or uh, uh, Garrett in, in in Cleveland. So 
you want Miles Garrett on the field. You want Nick Bosa on the field. You want Micah Parsons on the field. You want T.J. Watt on the field. I mean, you see the wins and loss totals when T.J. Watt is off the field compared to on the field. And when he got back on the field, you know, they were winning games. And that's just what you want to see. You want to see a guy who was a top draft pick in his class and the numbers that he put up, Defensive Player of the Year, coming off of that, led the league in sacks, QB pressures, QB hits. He's first in all categories. So you know how important it is to get that deal done, especially week one where I think it's going to be a tough matchup for the Niners, which, I, you know, again, I will break that down when I drop the Saturday pod episode uh, to preview the Sunday games, Monday night games, recap the Thursday night football game, opening kickoff game between the Chiefs and the Lions, and, you know, get the debt-free pick three in there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the Niners are going to have a tough go just because that Steelers defense is so, it's just so strong and, and so deadly at a lot of positions. And with the Niners offensive line, yes, they played great last year, and you do have Trent Williams back there. To, to be your anchor on that line. But Purdy coming off that, you know, off-season surgery. And is he going to be 100% yet? Who knows? It's usually, you know, uh, a longer rehab for other players than, than, you know, it took Purdy. You know, he was throwing. He, he played some preseason games, which is nice. He got warmed up. But you want your t- full your squad at full strength week one, especially when it's, in Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh plays better when they're underdogs, and they're underdogs against the Niners. It's just a lot of things that you, you just want to go out there and have your, your full squad there. So I really hope that they get a deal done. And it does flash back to when T.J. Watt's deal was was in negotiations. Uh, he, he still showed up to the stadium and everything, and, and they got the deal done last second, and he was able to play there for their opener. So I am hoping that Bosa is going to get his deal done, hopefully, you know, within the next couple days here, maybe by Saturday. And if he's done by Saturday, you know he'll be in that lineup and he'll be ready to go, which I like because fresher legs. Um, he's one of those guys that probably doesn't need the practice as long as he stayed in shape off the field in the offseason. Uh, I don't think he'll miss a step. But, yeah, obviously that's a big concern that he's not signed yet. But uh, knowing the front office of the Niners and – them admitting their mistakes, you know, trading Lance and no, you know, admitting that they whiffed on the pick, which I told, you know, I, I that's okay. Yes, they traded a lot up. I and yes, you know, they gave up a lot to to get Lance and what guys they could have had if they had just kept the pick and not traded up for Lance and all that, right? But this front office knows what they're doing and they've hit on more draft picks than not, even in later rounds, which is more impressive. So it's okay. You could chalk that. Uh, pick to a loss, you got rid of him, but you need to get your focal point on defense signed and sign him before the game so that way he could suit up and play. And another guy holding out who will be playing this Thursday is Chris Jones, the defensive tackle for the Kansas City Chiefs. And he's another guy. He led he was top three, four in QB pressure sacks and and and, and uh, hits last year as well on that side of the ball 
for the Chiefs. So he is another guy like Abosa who is just as important to that defense as any other defensive lineman in the league. And him not being there. Now, this game's Thursday, and the deal's not done. It is Tuesday. He's most likely not going to play. And that's a huge hit to this Kansas City Chiefs defense, who was decent last year, wasn't amazing. But, I mean, they played well, right? But a lot of that had to do with him up front causing havoc and really causing teams to game plan around him. And... If teams don't have to worry about him, it, it, it just it takes the pressure off of that offensive line and allows you to do more things um, just knowing that, all right, we're not going to have this, you know, bull rusher just constantly in the quarterback's face. We might have a little extra time here because the Detroit Lions offensive line is pretty damn good. Uh, so if they don't have Chris Jones to give them a little challenge, then... It's just going to be a longer night for that Kansas City Chiefs defense, which I think can struggle at times, especially against the run. And Chris Jones is just as good at rushing the passer as he is stopping the run. And the bad news doesn't stop there for the Kansas City Chiefs. Today, Travis Kelsey hyperextended his knee. It does look like his ACL ligament is intact, so it's not a serious, serious injury, major injury that'll keep him out for a long period of time, but his status for Thursday is now in doubt, and I know a lot of people are freaking out, missing Jones and Kelsey, and I, I would be too if last year didn't go the way it did for the Chiefs. They ended up winning the Super Bowl after Mahomes, you know, they trade Tyreek Hill and they have a lot of injuries in the receiving core. They got new guys coming in that were really not that great at other places. And it's just, he is able to feed the ball and get everybody involved. If you have Mahomes on your team, you're going to be okay. I really do think that. And their backup tight ends, you know, have been productive when uh, Kelsey hasn't been in there. Uh, and I'm talking about Bell and I believe it's Forston, uh, or maybe not Forston. Noah Gray, I'm sorry, Forston's on the IR, but Noah Gray, you know, and Blake Bell, they have had their chances, and and, and they come up in in some big moments. Uh, at least they did last year. I remember in that Chargers game, uh, the first one. So yes, with that receiving room being weaker than we're we're used to seeing, as long as you have Patrick Mahomes, I think you're going to be okay, and that offensive line is still solid as well. So it, 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 we could see a shootout, which kind of what we want to see with Detroit, as everybody is excited to see what Detroit has to bring this year after an exciting 2022 season. You know, them, them shocking a lot of people and really opening up a lot of eyes. And, and now it kind of gave them ex expectations for this year for them to be a potential wildcard team. But now that Aaron Rodgers isn't in Green Bay and... Minnesota losing some key guys. Now they, they're kind of in that talk to win the division. So do I think it's going to be a, an issue with Kelsey not being in the lineup? Of course. He's Patrick Mahomes' go-to guy. Those two guys just have a way of talking without have, having to use words. They just have this chemistry that it's just 
one look and, and you know what the guy's going to do. So, yeah, having that, you know, safety valve in Kelsey who just knows how to read a defense, knows how to sit in those pockets, uh, in those open pockets to, to receive the ball, I, I think that's going to be that's going to be where you're going to miss him. So, you know, on key third downs, we might not see the Chiefs pick up as many third downs as, as we usually would because Kelsey is a great third down receiver uh, to pick up those yards and first downs and keep those drives going. So I do see, you know, the Mahomes offense possibly struggling. Now, again, you have Mahomes who might maybe use his legs a little more on the third downs and to pick up those first downs, which I would definitely see a lot of that. And with the running back, you know, in the running back room, not, you know, not being as elite as you would want it to be. Um, but listen, it wasn't elite last year and they won the Super Bowl. So I, I think, again, the confidence level in Kansas City with or without Kelsey, with or without Jones, they know they can go out there and, and beat anybody still. They, they, they could still go out there and beat a Buffalo or, or a Cincinnati uh, or, you know, anybody in their division. So I, I do think that the Chiefs still pull this one out. Um, but I'll give you my game picks or at least score prediction after I tell you about the Detroit Lions side. Now, as I mentioned, Detroit kind of has some expectations on them this year. And that was due to because the low expectations of last season and they basically should have been a wild card team. They they just missed, but it was, you know, their first winning season in how long. And Jared Goff kind of had a renaissance. He kind of revived his career here, bought himself another year as the starter in Detroit. And Minnesota, you know, everybody expects them to take a, a, back, a, back, a step back this year. Uh, they lost a lot of key pieces on both sides of the ball. Um, and, and Detroit just, you know, they're, they're young. Another year of experience. They were able to, to uh, get, get more depth again in this draft. I like Jameer Gibbs there um, out of Alabama. Um, you know, they got uh, Jack Campbell, inside linebacker out of Iowa. And I really do think that they have a chance. And they even got uh, Laporta out of Iowa, the tight end, you know, because they traded Hawkinson to the Vikings last year midseason. Uh, so I really do think that the Lions were able to fill some needs and they were also able to retain their offensive coordinator, which is huge, especially after the year that Golf was able to have last year. So you, you, you keep your OC, who was a really hot candidate for head coaching jobs elsewhere. Um, so I, I do expect that. And when you have a guy like Amon Ross St. Brown, who has been a top three receiver, top four receiver, I believe, since he's been drafted in the league, like since coming in the league, he's been a top five uh, receiver. So you, you get him. Uh, as your number one guy, uh, you, you got Jamison Williams, who, who is going to be able to have a full season start week one. And I'm telling you, this offense is going to have some explosive plays and they're, they're, they're going to be in shootouts for sure. And, and they're going to be in some games. Um, and, and listen, I think it's going to be a close game in Kansas city. And that's yeah, partly because Kelsey is not going to be out there and Jones isn't going to be out there. So how much time will golf have to throw to 
some of these, you know, top receivers, um, you know, because if Kansas City does lack in something, it's the secondary. Uh, their secondary isn't as strong as you would like it to be. And with the way the Detroit offense is, they like to sling the ball around. So they're going to find a lot of mismatches, especially because I do think Jamison Williams could be a, a number one receiver in at a few other, you know, for, in a, a few other uh, franchises. I, I really do think that. Now, he could definitely be a starter uh, in, at a few spots in the league. And I just like the explosiveness, you know. And, and if they can get a lead and, and start running the ball and kind of keep Mahomes, obviously that's the recipe, keep him off the field. And, and you got you to gotta make sure the time is zero in the fourth quarter and you have the lead to not give Mahomes the ball back. Because when he has... 13 seconds, that's all it takes. So I, I'm very interested to see how this one goes. Very excited that it is finally kickoff in two days on NBC Thursday Night Football kickoff. Oh, it's just, it it does feel good to finally have football come back, doesn't it? That's that, that's This is what we all wait for all year long. Yes, I love golf. I'm a huge golf guy. I'm a huge basketball guy. MLB, I'm starting to get into it now as the season starts to wind down because games start to mean more. The division races are tighter. And once you get into October, I mean, the urgency of playoff baseball, that's what makes that interesting. And football, because it's such a shortened schedule and every game really does matter in this league, that's why... I feel like nothing can compare to it because the urgency week in and week out, you know, one one mistake can cause you a season. And obviously it's week one and you don't want to overreact after a, a win or a loss in week one and anything can happen after week one. And again, it still is compared to, you know, in NFL standards, longer season with the 18 weeks and the 17 games. Um it's it's just I don't know for some reason this does feel like a big year I you know every year in the NFL feels like a big year but this year it, it does it feels good with you know some of these young quarterbacks that were drafted getting in here and honestly I think the next two three drafts of quarterbacks I think in about five to six years we're probably going to have 32 teams that have legitimate franchise quarterbacks Obviously, there are going to be some, um, you know, busts and flop picks here and there, but we are getting towards, I mean, look at more than half a league has a guy that the bottom eight teams would die to have. And and that's that's something I don't think we've ever been able to say in the NFL. It, it's just, it's it's the quarterback, yes, is the most important position. But that's what makes these games interesting. I mean, you, you see the Burrow and Allen matchups. You see the Burrow and Mahomes, Mahomes, Burrow, uh, Lamar Jackson. Like, the AFC obviously has most of the talent. It's lopsided that way, uh, which, you know, once the NFC starts, we, we start seeing these young guys. You know, Jalen Hurts is starting to now become that guy in the NFC. We'll see if Purdy can do what he did last year, uh, uh, you know, again, on a consistent basis. Let's see if Justin Fields takes that next leap. After last year, you know, jumping on the scene and, and really kind of 
getting all the eyes on Chicago now this year and interested to watch. Jordan Love, now that Aaron Rodgers is out, it's his time to shine. Dak Prescott, is he really going to be the guy in Dallas? Uh, Daniel Jones, listen, that's why I said the AFC has all the quarterback talent. The NFC is kind of lacking, and it's either older quarterbacks or just guys that, you know, haven't been consistent enough to really be a starter on a Super Bowl winning team. So, yeah, that's my spiel on the quarterback situation coming up in the next couple of years. I'm just excited, you know, as excited as I am for this NFL season to start. Uh, back to the Chiefs in Detroit as I got off a little off track. Game prediction. Now, I Super Bowl hangover when you win, all the offseason obligations, all the you know media extra attention. But it's Andy Reid, it's Patrick Mahomes, it's the Detroit Lions who had a a fun season last year coming into Arrowhead. That place, of course, is gonna be loud and packed and everybody's going to be ready to go I just I don't see how the Chiefs lose this home opener but again we've seen crazy things in week one happen but I am going to take the Kansas City Chiefs 38 to 35 we're going to get a Mahomes golf shootout rematch like we did in 2018 when I believe the score was 54 to 51 where golf got the better of Mahomes that time. Let's see if Mahomes gets payback on golf, but boy, was that not a fireworks show. I'm hoping we get the same. The Chiefs may not have offensively the the name firepower because, you know, in that game, Kelsey and Tyreek Hill both had 10 catches. Kelsey had over 100 yards. Hill had over 200 yards. So obviously you don't have those guys. But we'll see if Kadarius Tony gets out there. He's always dealing with injuries. So that's why this receiving room. I think the Chiefs need to go out and get somebody either in free age or not free agency. Uh, I, I think they got to go out and try and trade for somebody. And um, uh, and as far as the Detroit Lions, I think they do have the the fun wep- name we- big name weapons. And they could stay in this game, but I just think Mahomes always has that will, that 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 passion and that competitive spirit to never be out of a game and always pull it out. So, of course, I'm going to take Mahomes last minute to get Bucker in field goal, goal position to win 38-35. to 35. I'm taking the Chiefs, and that's going to do it for this special pre-opening kickoff episode. Can't wait to see what happens Thursday night and can't wait to be back Saturday. Break down the game or break down the game Thursday. Give predictions for Sunday and Monday. Give that debt free pick three because you know I'm going to make you so much money this year. And we got QB watch. We've got a lot of good stuff coming back, baby. It's football season. But that's going to do it for me. I am Mikey Clutch. Enjoy your week and enjoy the football being back, baby. And good luck with your fantasy football. You have just tuned into the final play with Mikey Clutch on ChicagolandSportsRadio.com. It's not just sports. It's a way of life.